0: Welcome back to the Dan Prof Show. We have spent a lot of time on this program talking about uh, draconian COVID policies, spike in violent crime, the flight from density, all of these, uh, the power of the teachers' unions controlling the maleducation, if any education at all, of young people in big cities. Well, no one has a higher combined score than Chicago on those fronts. And so it's interesting that Chicago finally is uh, reached some sort of accord with the teachers union to begin to phase in the reopening of K through eight education, pre K through eight education over the next several weeks. No plans for high school, by the way, at this point. Still working on that more than a year in. And this has become a national story because, you know, the bad example usually provides the national basis or the basis for a national dialogue about it. And so Chicago has a lot of competition from New York and California, of course. But uh, as I said, if you look at all of those categories, nobody is putting up a higher score than Chicago, a higher score of dysfunction. Thinking about the schools and uh, the business community, normally you don't have anything but uh, propaganda in the local press in furtherance of the institutional powers, mainly government. But also the C suites that are in bed with government. It's, you know, microcosm. As I said, for many years during the Obama administration, all that uh, the Obama Biden team did was export the Chicago model of governance writ large to DC. And so that persists. So it's unusual for the business community to be heard other than with sort of mealy-mouthed support for the institutional powers, sort of feigned optimism about the future. And uh, I note this piece at a blog called Chicago Contrarian. There's not many of those contrarians, that is, still in Chicago, where uh, some business executives actually spoke the truth about Chicago. Of course, they did so anonymously because nobody puts their name to anything in East Berlin on the lake. But nonetheless, it's interesting what they had to say. I wonder if this is similar to the culture in uh, New York in L.A., other big cities. I suspect it is to some extent. But again, Chicago's has metastasized over a 100 years of uninterrupted Democrat socialist rule, a combination now of machine plus Marxism. Uh, what uh, they talk about is a criminal free for all what they talk about these executives that shall be unnamed but uh, were quoted is that we have not seen don't really have a handle yet on the impact of the lockdown policies when it comes to things like commercial real estate one uh executive saying you know if i could if if i could or you could short commercial office space this would be the time to do it uh he goes on to say that uh, trying to assess the impact of both the lawlessness, the rioting over the summer, you know, you still have the main drags, main commercial drags have many, many, many storefronts that are boarded up, but assessing the ultimate damage is still a bit elusive uh, because as he, Recounts Our conversations with business owners suggest that unless prices drop precipitously, many firms will opt out of lease renewals altogether. In other words, it's too soon to call victory on the pandemic impact on city coffers from businesses. Yeah, here's the bottom line. It's real simple. If you're not growing, you're dying. And Chicago, New York, L.A., and um, the states in which they're located, not growing. Opposite of growth is death. Um, But something else. Crime And this is going to get to a new crime initiative because uh, Chicago has also made national news, not just for the power of the teachers union to keep schools shuttered in spite of the science, but also because of violent crime and particularly in 2021, a dramatic increase in carjackings. So listen to what one executive told uh, the Chicago contrarian. If an assailant pulls a gun on me, I can get over it. My wallet is just cards and cash and my car is just a car. But if that happens to my employees, clients or suppliers who are visiting our office, I would never forgive myself if we could have held a meeting virtually instead, especially if they could not respond with a level head and just give them, meaning the carjackers, what they wanted quickly. And so what has happened in Chicago, and I suspect this is the case elsewhere, too, when you have a national increase uh, in murders year over year by more than 40 percent, being driven, obviously, by big urban centers. What's happened is that there 's no more you know bad areas of Chicago that you have to look out for uh, neighborhoods that have unfortunately become shooting galleries on the west side or the south side of the city it 's the whole city, including the commercial strips, which is why the business executives are offering a very candid assessment of chicago 's future minus the customary happy talk and what 's the response from Mayor Lightfoot's police department. This alderman, who has gotten into uh, profanity-laced exchanges with the mayor, uh, posted on Twitter a uh, memo from the deputy chief of uh, the area of Chicago Police Department, the you know the precinct that uh, impacts his aldermanic ward. Operation Safe Pump has been launched. District attack teams... Community engagements can bring some security to motorists during this crisis of vehicular hijacking. At least the police are calling it a crisis. Can bring some security to motorists during this crisis of vehicular hijacking by simply pumping gas for seniors. Each district should assign two tact cars, tactical, to a gas station for 30 minutes to one hour and pump gas for senior citizens. Operation Safe Pump is in effect. So because we don't have anything resembling Operation Prosecute Repeat Violent Offenders, now we're doing the police version of Midnight Basketball. Now we're asking police, in addition to being social workers and family counselors, oh, and law enforcement officers and uh, babysitters for rioters and looters, now you're also to be a gas station attendant uh, as uh, one criminal criminal defense attorney. Uh, tweeted or texted to me upon hearing this. Um, Why not just have police drive the carjackers wherever they want to go? Yeah, to cut out the middleman. Why don't you? And it's just going to be gas stations? Well, when you're telegraphing that the police are going to be at gas stations, uh, carjackers may make adjustments. So you're going to need Operation Safe Grocery Store, Operation Safe Parking Lot, Operation Safe Restaurant. This is the absurdities to which a city falls when it turns itself over to the mob for political reasons. And that's what Chicago has done. And to a lesser extent, that's what a lot of other big cities have done. And frankly, that is now being facilitated by the Biden administration, which, to repeat something that was mentioned last week, but bears repeating, disbanding Operation Legend, Launched in the uh, final months of the Trump administration to provide federal law enforcement support, prosecutorial support to states and particularly big cities where you have a prosecutor that's not interested in prosecuting repeat violent offenders, as is the case in Chicago and Philadelphia and San Francisco and Baltimore and New York and L.A. and Seattle and Portland. This is Dan Brockman. fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.